Kitty H, I am Smee, and we have two guests. This is Bjorn. Yeah, we're just co-hosting. I, I yeah, so yeah. I'm co-hosting Smee's show, RSVP, today with him. Um, we have a special guest. You might know me from my 3 to 6 a.m. time slot. Um, we have a special guest who's joining us, um, who I invited on to Smee's show, because 3 to 6 a.m. is not a normal time slot to I do this. I 3 to 6 a.m. Yeah, so we, where all the weirdness happens. Yeah, we'd like to introduce <laughs> Emmy Hart. Hi, thanks for having me. Oh, thank you. We are so glad yeah, that you're so here glad with us. That. And you are the first um, person who came to my show and uh, to have this interview. So I'm, I'm just popping so your interview, glad. Cherry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so Emmy, Emmy has some new music out. I do. I have yeah. some new music out. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've been listening to them. I love them. Oh, yeah. Thank how, you. Like, what genre do you do? Uh, do um, so you? I consider myself to be a pop acoustic mm-hmm. artist. Pop acoustic, yeah. yeah. Yep. Um, sing, uh, singer songwriter. Yep, I'm a singer songwriter, mm-hmm. so I write all my own songs. Mm hmm. And uh, yeah, let's talk, talk about your, your background. Um, so you went to UH, right? I yeah. did. Uh-huh. I went to UH, and um, oh, we have the same major. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. Yes. You, you majored in, in music. Um, I minored in music. Oh, minor. I in was music. a music major for uh-huh. some time, and then um, I realized that it wasn't for me because music theory was not my jam. Right. <laughs> and that's yeah. Okay. That's, yeah. That's something. Yeah. Else. So I um I'm at, I was actually a communications major and nice. I have a minor in music mm-hmm. and um. Are your instrument voice? Yes, we my were, instrument uh-huh. was voice. Like class classical. Um. So when I went to UH, I didn't really know what I wanted to do, mm-hmm. but I always I knew that I loved music mm-hmm. and I just wanted to find any way to do it. Mm-hmm. And so I did the music program here, and it just wasn't the right fit for who I was mm-hmm. because I, w- I, w- I knew that I wasn't going to become an opera singer. Or, right, right, right. Um, I really was more like a musical theater type mm-hmm. of person. Mm-hmm. And so I decided that I knew that I could do music anywhere I want, anytime mm-hmm. that I wanted to in my life. So because I knew that I wasn't going to go and teach it. Mm-hmm. And so I ended up um, going into communications because that's something also that I really love to do is communicate with people. Right. <laughs> and um, yeah, so I, I went to the University of Hawaii and I don't want to date myself, but when I went to UH, it was $800 a semester for tuition. Wow. So it was quite the uh-huh. deal. Yeah. Um, are, you, you, are you local? Are you from here? Yep, I'm born okay. and raised. Um, I grew up in Aiea, uh-huh. and I've been here my entire life, mm-hmm. and I always grew up thinking that I was going to eventually leave one day. I think like a lot of a lot of kids that grow up here, and then... They want to just get out of here. Yeah, I was like, like I'm going to yeah. get out of here. Yeah. And, and see the world. Yeah. yeah, and then just every year that passed by, um, there were always different reasons to stay, mm-hmm. and... Um, and yeah, now and now it's hard for me to imagine leaving mm-hmm. Hawaii. I you have, have a family. I have yeah. a family, mm-hmm. and I just I love and appreciate Hawaii in such a different way now that I think mm-hmm. that I'm older. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I can always travel. I do travel, and I do leave the islands, but I'm always really happy to come back. And I think that's how you always know um, where your home is. Does your tra- uh, Does your job uh, require a lot of traveling? Um, yeah, I mean, I, tra- I travel about three to four times a year mm-hmm. for work, so mm-hmm. that's nice. Mm-hmm. And um, I travel a lot to 
San Francisco. Oh, I love that's my favorite. Great food city. town. Uh-huh. Yeah, I tra- I travel a lot to San Francisco. You know, you work at Yale, but how come you keep so fit? Like so fit. <laughs> that's my first question. Why? How you're, can you? You're in great shape. But yeah, I love yeah. But I guess with Asian, is that Asian genes that we have? So Annie's the community right. manager for Yelp Hawaii. Yep, I'm the yeah. community manager. So you're the, manager. like a big boss of uh, Yelp Hawaii. Well, <laughs> I don't know if I'm the big boss, but um, yeah, so my, I have, I have a, I think what a lot of people would say is a, I think a dream job mm-hmm. for a lot yeah. of people. It would be it a, a dream job. Yeah. Um, I'm the Yelp community manager, so I've worked for Yelp for about um, almost nine years now. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. And when I first started working for Yelp, um, no one really used the app here. How did you first start? How did you first start with with? So um, I'm not actually sure exactly what the community manager is or does, and mm-hmm. I even write Yelp reviews. I don't really yeah. know. And then also, did you start? And I so I'd like to talk a little about that, and then maybe also about whether you start how you started. Did you start as working for them, or did you start write, just writing reviews because you like to eat? different places yeah um so i i have a background in marketing and events so um i've been a small business owner i used to have an event a shopping events company and then um most of my background before i worked for yelp was i did a lot of nightclub marketing so um so i i kind of came from that world and then um the opportunity to work for yelp opened up and it seemed like a dream job and that it was everything that I really love to do. So it's um, as a community manager, um, my my role here is to be the face of Yelp on the ground in Honolulu, and it's just such a wonderful place. It's very easy because everyone's so friendly, and um, to encourage people to write reviews on Yelp, like you, to become Yelp elite. So Bjorn is a Yelp, member of the Yelp elite squad. That's how we met. That's how we met. Yeah. Yes, and um and um. If you don't know what Yelp Elite is, it's basically people that love to share their experiences on Yelp through reviews, through photos, through tips. And um, Yelp Elites really create a majority of the really quality content that makes Yelp so great. So essentially, my job is to host host events Mm -hmm. for community members to come out to, um, just connect with people, and also educate the business community about how best to use Yelp and and really how to use Yelp as a a marketing vehicle for their business to improve it. Yeah, for me, I like... at first, I just thought that Yelp is a, a place that you, you, you look at review and write reviews. And then I figured out, yeah, you can get cash back. And uh, there are a lot of other benefits yep. you, you can get from, from Yelp. That was really cool. Yeah, it's I become mean, this I like money, really I cool platform. Yeah, and saving money, yeah. Who doesn't love to save no, money? Yeah. Who doesn't love to get cash Close, back? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's very well integrated into the economy Yes. Here, yes. right? It's, it's been very well. important part yeah. of it. They think a lot about um, our engineering team thinks really a lot about the consumer experience and, and what's going to make the experience on the Yelp app um, the most valuable for, for people that are using it and, and using it really as a way to make the best, most economical choices for them because we all want to have a, a five-star life. No one wants to have a one-star life. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I have an easier time. I mean, this may be a little off topic, but I really do like reading online reviews. Uh-huh. Um, and I find that when I go to a regular store where without the reviews by people yeah without that review data it's harder to shop yeah i really do rely on that when i purchase things right but um also i i feel like there are like fake reviews like on amazon or like walmart like on their website they, they have uh, like fake reviews uh, what there how do you like 
ban like fake reviews on on Yelp. This is just kind of the data is definitely not perfect. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, so I think what Yelp does is we do a really great job of um, ensuring that the content is the best that it can possibly be for the community. And of course, you're going to get people that are coming on to Yelp to you know, write a review for a friend. And, mm-hmm. and there are certainly people who have tried to game the system in right. terms of hiring a service to write all five-star reviews right. for them. But we have a really great... Um, spam system on Yelp and we have a we have an amazing algorithm that really helps to protect consumers um, from people who are spamming the site or you know just trying to sway opinion um, incorrectly in their favor because we want to make it a fair as fair right, as possible right. for mm-hmm. consumers and what I love so much about Yelp is that it really benefits um, the small business owner who's the mom and pop you know maybe it's just them or maybe they have like one or two employees but they provide exemplary customer service and a really great experience for the consumer so they get to win in the long run over you know a giant corporation Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh yeah it's definitely important for small businesses yeah and consumer stresses are the most important thing Mm -hmm. to us at yelp okay and um how do you balance your 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 job and this uh singing is your sad job i guess right now right um how do you balance them um so i definitely made a more of a priority this year my Mm -hmm. music um it's just something i've always been passionate Mm -hmm. about since i was since i was a little girl i mean that's Mm -hmm. all i ever wanted to do was be a singer when i was little um and in terms of balancing it i think it's just making it a a daily priority for myself that i am going to carve out time either in the morning or in the afternoon to to write music to be with other musicians to play music and to come and do an interview with you guys Mm -hmm. and and talk about talk about my job but then also talk about my life as, as a musician and um and i and i think just as um just as a person, I I feel like I just really love to intertwine everything I enjoy together, and that's mm-hmm. and that's the best way to balance it is just making more time in your life for the things you love. Yeah, nice. So shall we play one of your your songs and sure. then yeah, and then we can talk about it later. Um, yeah. So your new single is called Robot Man. Would you like to introduce a little bit about like the background story about like, yeah. Um, sure. Why robot man? That's very. <laughs> robot, that's a very robot. interesting title. I have yeah. never. Yeah, I've never heard love... anything close to robot man. But why? Did, like, what was the the the, back, the the story behind it? Um. So, I don't know what type of relationships you've been in, but I'm pretty sure that most of us, if we've been dating long enough, have been in a relationship where maybe the other person wasn't doing the best things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so it was just, it was this story that I, I made up one day about, um, you know, like the future of the world and how we'll have robots that can do everything for us mm-hmm. um, because technology is evolving. So it was just basically, you know, it's this girl and she decides that instead of instead of a real man, she's going to have this robot man and she's going to be completely stoked in every way because he treats her the way she wants to be treated and he appreciates her and she he just knows everything he he just knows how to push all the buttons correctly and she can really she can just light him up with the push of a button (laughs) that sounds perfect i would date (laughs) relationships are hard (laughs) but it's yeah so she has this robot and it looks just like the guy that she is like really into but maybe he's just not not that great 
he's, he doesn't treat her that great, but now mm-hmm. she gets the best of both, wor- both worlds. Yeah, win-win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's, uh, yeah, let's listen to it. Robot Man by, by Amy Hart. I built a mighty robot and he looks just like you. Gave him a heart of gold to ensure he'll be
So that was Amy Hart's new single, Robot Man, and we just so glad that you're here and uh, you're holding your guitar right now. Um, yeah. Well, I'm glad to be here because you're yeah. lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You are lovely. Yeah. Would you like to play something for us? Sure. Um, so I'm just going to play a little bit of um, TikTok. Mm -hmm. which is awesome. One, yeah. Which was one of the songs. Mm -hmm. and, um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> she says, will you love me in a hundred years just as you love me today he says i would give up a hundred years just to have you for a day tick tock tick tock our time is running out love me today tick tock tick tock our clock is running down every moment of every day nice yeah <laughs> such a lovely song is it for a specific person is it yeah so that's yeah it's that's such TikTok. a lovely song yeah I loved it. It's a love song. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think every song is, it is for a, your I think every song is about someone. Special someone? <laughs> yes, it's for my special someone. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, um so tell us about your this production, the three songs. How did you um did you uh, who produced it and then like uh, who worked with you with this um like uh, the whole entire arrangement? Yeah, so um so I wrote all three songs, mm -hmm. and um, my EP was actually like a project that I'd been working on for a while. Mm -hmm. And then um, I have a producer, his name's Matt Honda. So mm -hmm. he's from Hawaii, but um, he's based out of LA now. Mm -hmm. And so he's pretty much the main person that I work with, mm -hmm. and he creates the arrangements for the mm -hmm. music. And then, you know, we go back and forth about, um, in terms of like, how how is it feeling? like is the concept in the direction that we want to we want to move towards and and sometimes it just it works out where the first time that um it's produced it's it's perfect mm -hmm. um tiktok was was like that and and then sometimes you go back and forth um with the concept because maybe it just doesn't feel right and and uh, yeah, it's a lot. It's a it's a lot to figure out. Are there but fights it's really fun. Uh, between you and your no, producer? No, no, no. Okay. Music is music is my happy place, mm -hmm. so we don't want it. We don't want it to be a fight. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and then, mm -hmm. and even now, I'm working with him to um to create my next EP that nice. will hopefully come out this year. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh wow! Yeah. And it's gonna be uh three another three new songs. Um, it'll EP. be at least three songs. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's just gonna depend on on how fast the production mm -hmm. gets done and. Yeah, I mean that's that's the hard thing I think about writing your own songs is mm -hmm. you almost feel like the song is never finished and there's just times when you just need to you need to put you need to let the song go and kind of let it live live its own life. But then, but then even when I hear my songs now, I'm like, oh, I should have changed that, and I would I would mm -hmm. want to change this and make mm -hmm. this a little bit better. So it's it's just allowing your song to kind of like have its own life in the world. 
And also, you cannot like pressure yourself. I have to have a deadline for this song. You you just kind of have to write your music naturally, right? Um, I think I did that for have... a long time, mm-hmm. and now I I do you set hard to... deadlines okay. for myself. Oh, just really? Because if I don't set a hard deadline of when something needs to be it released, never yeah, finish. I'll just keep writing more and more mm-hmm. more music. And they always ask you as a songwriter, "What's your favorite song?" And for most of us, it's the last song that I. Just wrote. <laughs> mm-hmm. My answer is always the the next song I'm gonna write. Right? Yeah, yeah. You, and also, I think like you're personally evolving as a person, and your music is a reflection of that. Mm-hmm. So the songs that we're producing now, they're songs that I wrote last year, and it's almost like I've moved on past that mm-hmm. part of my life. So do I? You know, it's like, oh, well, I want to work on this new song, but we need to, we need to, just, I think, finish it up and close that door so we can move on to the next chapter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So scientists definitely struggle with that too. Yeah. Because you're always doing research and producing data, but at what point do you package it up and put it out into the world yes. and publish it? And um, we're always struggling to figure out when we should put our work out into the world. Yeah. Um, and you, um, I didn't really realize, I guess you had to do the same thing. You're always writing music, making it better, yeah. what you ha- making what you have better and creating new music. Yeah. So how do you package that up and then put it out and you know at what point do you do that? Yeah, yeah. you put so much time and energy and and thought into it and and the emotion of who you are into it and you want it to be perfect, you know, and and the reality is that um nothing is ever perfect because everything is always evolving. So the best thing that you can do is just ship and push things out into the world and Mm -hmm. just continually be creating and letting it go music's harder than i think music's harder than science it's really a lot more work it is really hard (laughs) you know i I toyed with i always really have a lot of respect for music majors i know you had considered you 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 were you know did communications in music well i was playing music and i considered majoring in music but i went up majoring in uh, molecular biology instead and um that's very different it's very different (laughs) but I was also like, man, I I always had this thought, like, I wasn't sure if I could, you know, complete a music major because of how hard it is. Mm -hmm. But I knew science, like, I knew I could do that. Yeah. I think I looked at the people around me, and I just saw how much more... I mean, I think, like, they always say that music theory is definitely the weeding out um, of music majors because it's... It is. It's very difficult. And and it's, like, the people that I was friends with who are doing amazing music theory, they really loved music, like, in a completely different way than I did. And I loved the emotional side, and I loved that creative side, but I wasn't in love with necessarily the technical Mm -hmm. processing side. Mm -hmm. So that was what made me... And then I just woke up one day, and I was like, I'm not loving this, and I should love... I should love it because Mm -hmm. music is my passion. And I don't... I, I realized personally that... I didn't need to major in music. And not that it's not a great major, because I think it's a wonderful major. It just wasn't what was right for me. And I think that's that's what, I feel like that's what life is about, is like finding, you know, like where you flow and, and what, what is the right fit. And then after I, le- after I left UH, it's like I did this whole, I had a full career in marketing, but it's like I always kept coming back to music. And even now I've realized as a person, if I don't do music, I actually get sick. I, I yeah. get depressed. It's like, it's something that has to be a part of my life. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I feel like you, you are pretty lucky that you made a really good decision that you, you didn't finish your music major because it's so hard to find a, like a, a decent job. But right now you, you have a really good job and then it can support you, your music. If you, 
I feel like do you do you consider to um to have a long term career as a like a professional musician just do music alone or you you would always like to do music and your your job like your daytime job. Um, it's something that I go back and forth、mm-hmm. on in terms of whether or not I would want music to be my sole yeah, income producing、right. mm-hmm. um, business um, because it it is extremely competitive in music it and it's probably、mm-hmm. the most competitive、mm-hmm. field that that is out there because so many people love it、um, because like one part of me. Loves. I love what I do. I I am really lucky in that I have a job that,、um, it's a wonderful job. I have a lot of opportunities and variety. I get to meet really great people, just like you guys, every single day, and it's it's for sure a blessing in my life. Um, and it provides a lot of really great things for my family. But if I could have a life where all I did was music, I mean, that is a whole different dream in itself. So. I think like I I'm completely okay like walking I think both paths right now、mm-hmm. and I feel really lucky that I can、mm-hmm. do that and I think what's really great about technology and、um, the way the world is now you can do whatever you want as long as you're you're I think curious enough and willing to try a lot of different ways to do it and I don't think there's any one clear path、mm-hmm. and I think that's always been the scary thing about music for me is. There isn't. It's like, well, if you just do A, B, C, D, E, and F, like then you're gonna get to wherever it is you want to be. It's. I mean, when you look at different stories about how people have really made it big in music, it's it's a million different ways. So I think, like for me, music is almost like a purpose path for me, and that it's really there to help me evaluate who I am as a person and and、um, open myself up more and not be afraid of what. What people think of me? I think that's the hard thing about music for me personally is that every song out there is a part of me that's floating out there. So when someone says they don't like it, it's like, oh, you don't like me. But I, I've definitely gotten past that and and knowing that music is is such a thing that it's like you might like jazz and maybe I don't like jazz and maybe he he likes folk and maybe we don't like folk. But that、mm-hmm. doesn't make it any less. It's just. I realize, like, if if I can, if one, you know, like, um, Bjorn、uh, messaged me on Instagram and he was like,、oh, "I love your song," and that just like totally made my day. Oh, I'm like, glad. It was great. Yeah, <laughs> it was wonderful. Very glad. Yeah. Yeah. So we are. We're.、Uh, if you're just tuning in, we're on here with Emmy Hart, a local singer songwriter. Um, we're very excited to have her on KTUH, and maybe we'll play one of her other sing-、mm-hmm. singles. So shall we p- play TikTok? Sure. I think yeah, we should let's listen to <laughs>、yeah. TikTok、uh, from Amy Hart's new single "Robot Man."
Okay, so we are back. So we just listened to Amy Hart's new single "TikTok" from the uh, the EP "Robot Man." Yeah, did you like? We that? love it. Yeah, we love it. <laughs> love this. It's different, right? It's different from the first one. It's so different from other yeah. uh, local mu- musicians. What's your what, What's your um, go to for your like music taste? Like, what what kind of music do you listen to? Um, or like, what inspired you? The most so I, when I like, you compose this new single. I like pop music. I mean, mm-hmm. that's I love like Adele and mm-hmm. Sarah Bareilles, and um, we were talking earlier about how we both love Sheryl Crow. Oh yeah, yeah. Sheryl Crow is like one of my songwriting heroes. So I, I'm really in. I love singer songwriters. Um, I just feel like they tell the best stories because they're true. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think that's what every great song is: is it's three chords and the truth. So, yeah. So, I mean, like, my goal at the end of the day is really to express the truth of who I am in the most authentic way possible. Nice. Yeah, so that second song that second song was definitely a lot different than the first one, which was much... The first song felt more, more fast-paced. Yeah, more quirky. Yeah. <laughs> the second one was definitely... That was a love song. Yeah. Yeah. And it yeah. was... I guess it sounded a little bit more you know passionate toned down yeah yeah emotional yeah 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 so i definitely love both and they're definitely they i guess they definitely reflect the story that you know you're telling about yeah you know in the song 
Um, so you you studied some music here. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you were a minor. Yeah. I was um, a, I, yep. I was a voice uh, minor. Nice. Um, so did um, did some of the technical stuff you learned in college prepare you a little bit for your um, later career as a singer songwriter? Did did you ever draw on that expertise that you learned? Um, I think, and when it comes to music, I think every experience helps helps you. Whether um, whether it was technical or I, or I think um, whether it's just the things that you think about yourself. I think that's that that was like a big thing for me. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I took I took voice lessons when I was here at, at the University of Hawaii, and and I think any type of training is helpful. And um, I. I just really love to write music at the end of the day. That's mm-hmm. that's really my passion. I think even over performing. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just thinking of someone who's so, so someone right now who's dreaming of eventually writing their own songs yeah. and is maybe in college for music or is maybe yeah. pre-college, you mm-hmm. know, um, what advice would you give to them to get to the point that you, you got to where you're writing um, your own, your start. own music? Start. <laughs> okay. Start now. <laughs> I think if I could turn back the clock, I think, and give advice to my younger self, it would for sure be to start because I didn't even realize that songwriting was an option for me. I think when I was in college, it wasn't something that I thought that I could even do, or it wasn't even like a blip in in my brain. And then um, when I started thinking again about music and how I just, I used to just, when I was a little girl, I would find talent shows to enter. Like when I was in school and it was like this kind of like weird obsession with me and, and I never won a talent show, but I was just really obsessed with entering them and being on stage. And and I think if you have that passion inside you or you love performing or, you know, like it's just music is something that lights you up inside or anything I think that, that you're passionate about, I think it's really important to um, pursue that. And, and yeah, my advice is just, just start and then just find somebody to inspire you who can kind of be your lighthouse in terms of like what they did with their career or... Um, how they made it in quotes because I think everyone's everyone's goal of what it means to make it looks completely different. I think for some people it's like someone would be like, man, if I could just write one song, I'd be stoked. Right. And I think it's just just start and I think just have have an idea in your head of like what your goal is in that moment and don't put too much pressure on yourself because <laughs> mm-hmm. it's supposed to be fun. Yeah. Um... Wonderful. So, um, your the the last single from this EP, mm-hmm. Emmy Hart's EP, um, Robot Man, is titled "Let It Go." Let you go. Let you go. Mm-hmm. Let you go. Sorry. What? Um, yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about the the title and the song? What it's about? Yeah. So it's it's about a girl mm-hmm. who falls in love with a boy, as is every great love song, and um, um, sometimes things don't work out and sometimes we have to let go of the people that we really care about so that they can leave and pursue their dreams and so that's what that song's about cool nice shall we listen to it yeah okay i think we should
So that was Amy Hart's "Let You Go" from her new single "Robot Man." Yeah, I love that song. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I feel like every song from this single is different. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So they're all from different parts mm-hmm. of my life or different different feelings. <laughs> and we were talking about um, you are about to release your new single, um, hopefully this year. Yeah. So I'm year. hoping to um, release. 
another another EP in October, mm-hmm. and um, if awesome. all the production things work out, mm-hmm. then yeah, then I'll be releasing and this, another song. Like Toho made in Hawaii. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Um, do, uh, are you, are you going to have a like a full length album coming up? Uh, yeah. So uh, so that's that's mm-hmm. I think like the next step. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's very different for independent music now because people are consuming singles. Mm-hmm. So it's just trying to decide whether or not we're going to release a song a month or if we're just going to release it out in one mm-hmm. one fail swoop. I see. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But I'll definitely send it to you when it's done. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, and, um, yeah, I asked you to pick a, a song as our um, a final song for our, for our interview, and then you pick uh, Christina Parisaw. Yeah. So, tell, tell yeah, us about so it. Misha just asked me right before this what song, I, what, what is like my favorite song that I would want to pick. And I was like, that was so much pressure. <laughs> That's like asking me to pick my favorite child. Um, so I picked Christina Perry's Jar of Hearts. Um, it's, one of, it's one of the songs that I love. Um, but I picked it particularly because um, she's just somebody I look up to. She's a singer-songwriter. And um, if you're not familiar with her, she she plays piano and mm-hmm. she has this great voice. But she really made it big because um, her song was placed onto So You Think You Can Dance. This mm-hmm. song was placed onto So You Think You Can Dance. Um, and at that time, she was basically a starving artist. She was a waitress, and, you know, she was just like, I don't, I don't know what I'm doing, and my career's not going anywhere. And after it played on So You Think uh, You Can Dance, it sold, I think, two million copies in wow. the, the next two weeks. And then wow. that really helped her become a major artist, and... And she did. Um, she wrote the ending trailer song for Twilight, and I think that's gone seven times platinum since. Wow! So, wow! It's a very inspiring story about don't ever give up. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, I wouldn't have. I wouldn't have guessed that. For, you know, I've yeah. heard of her, but I would not. Have, I didn't know that. Yeah. That's a great story. Yeah. So yeah. I love to find out. I love to find out how really successful people. I I like to see what their path looked like. It's not always the way you you think either. It's, when you see someone who's very successful, yeah, I remember talking to like a a, a Nobel laureate, you know, that I had the chance to meet. Mm-hmm. One of my one of my inspirational, you know, scientists that mm-hmm. you know I would aspire to be. I just remember being like, you know, I, I thought he knew from like the age of like five that he wanted to be like a brilliant like scientist, and I was like, how long did you did it take you to know? you know, that you wanted to run, run a lab and do research. And apparently once he had graduated from, graduated from medical school, so he was in his mid twenties, it took him another 13 years. Uh, so, um, and I remember him telling to me, telling me like, oh, wow, well, com- I mean, compared to me, like you're way too young to know what you want to do. And I, <laughs> I was running a lab for 13 years before I knew I, it was actually what I wanted to do or whether I could actually do it and, and be financially met you know be have it be financially viable yeah yeah an overnight success is usually never overnight it's almost always years and years and years of all hard work that you just don't ever get to see Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i also feel the same way i feel like you know i i started uh doing jazz voice i I started jazz voice when i was like in my late uh, 20s and then i feel like a little bit pressure because all my uh, other undergrad students they are like in they're like late 
late teens or mm-hmm. like early twenties. Yeah. And I feel like, am I too late for this game? Um, but sometimes I just feel like you know jazz or art, like other art form. Uh, in general, you need some experiences to tell your own story. Yeah. Like, can you imagine if you like just like a fifteen years old girl, what music you would uh, write? Right. You you don't have that experience. You don't have that insight to write something really move other other people. Yeah. I just don't think that we are too late to start. This career as musician, not in this. I think in this day and age, um, where it's really about independent music and it really is about creating your own path, I don't think age is an issue anymore. Mm-hmm. I think it's really about the quality of your art and and figuring out ways to share that in every way possible. Mm-hmm. And exper- experiences change us. Yes. Sometimes you know, not necessarily better or worse, but they just change us throughout the course course of our life. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that. That's definitely, you know, will affect, right, the art that you produce or the science that you produce. It, it affects everything. Yeah. 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 So I know in science, experience tends to make you more conservative. You typically, can, you typically know which experiments will work. Mm-hmm. And when you're young and you don't know which experiments will necessarily, you know, work and be easy and which ones will be hard, you typically try things that, that other people wouldn't. Risk. You take much more risks and maybe inadvertently. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. That's so it. I love I love this analogy of music and science. I mean, they, they weave together pretty well. But as a young, you know, as, when you're early in your career, you have this advantage where since you don't know what will work, you're going to try things that might be just huge. Yeah. Yeah. And I think as we get older, I think it's still important to try things that are huge. Because yeah. I think as we get older, we're like, oh, can I really change as much? Or, you know, I think we just get really comfortable. So I think it's always about pushing the envelope on who we are and being uncomfortable and and I always feel like if I feel uncomfortable, then I know that that's the right place for me to be going. So, yeah. So Emmy has this is we're in the studio here with Emmy Hart, who has a new EP out uh, called Robot Man. And there are um, there are some places online that you all can go if you're tuning in today and you you love her music like we do, where you can download download those songs. Yeah. So um, if if you want to just stream it, you can do that. It's and my name is spelled E-M-I-H-A-R-T, Emmy Hart. Um, but you can also go to my website, emmyhart.com, and um, you can download it for free. I offer it for free on my website. You just punch in your email, and you can get all three tracks um, for free. And then I'll just send you love notes every once in a while to your inbox. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want to get love notes from me. So if you sign up for Emmy, Emmy's, Emmy's probably going to have some more music coming out, hopefully this year. Yep. Uh, maybe next year, this year, and um, you'll learn. You'll you'll be up to date on that. You'll know when that comes out if you're if you're able to get on her website and join her mailing list. And if you're in Hawaii, you can come to my party, my oh. release party. Oh, and she'll have a release and party. Yeah, Bjorn and Misha will be there. And you'll learn about that too. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Okay, so we're gonna play the last song from um, Christian Christina Carey, and uh, yeah, we're gonna say goodbye to you. And thank you so much for coming. Thank you, you guys. Thank you. I love you guys. You're so sweet. Thank you. Thank you. Such a good time. You are. To you. And uh, yeah, I get to know you. Yeah, if you like Amy Hart's music, please go to uh, www.amyhart.com, I believe, right? Yep. Cool. That's it. Okay. Okay. Have a great day. Bye.